Welcome back to another episode of Owlcast. I'm your host, Sean O'Connor. Today, we're delving into a work that challenges our perceptions, unravels societal fabrications, and redefines the narratives that shape our lives. The book Seven Lies You're Told About the World is the brainchild of the illustrious writer and narrative architect Jordan L. Mitchell, with an illustrious career spanning film, podcasting, and brand storytelling, Mitchell crafts a compelling journey through the veils of misconceptions we often take as truths, drawing from his vast experience and weaving it with the sharpness of Kara Swisher's style. He offers insights into the lies that dominate the realms of business, money, and personal development. In this episode, we'll traverse through this microbook's chapters, shedding light on the profound truths Jordan reveals and the societal myths he debunks. Whether you're a seeker of authenticity, a business professional aiming for genuine connections, or someone looking to rewrite their life's narrative, this episode is a beacon. Stay with us as we navigate the enlightening pathways of seven lies you're told about the world and embrace the power of awakening to our authentic stories. Prepare to be transformed. Seven Lies You're Told About the World Introduction The Fabric of Our Reality Lichilforming this age of information saturation, deciphering reality can often feel like navigating a hall of mirrors. Every reflection seems genuine, yet every image is distorted. Our understanding of the world and perceptions are woven from a complex tapestry of beliefs, narratives, and tales we've been told. But, as any storyteller will assert, not all stories are truths. To Vuri, I've spent most of my life immersed in film and podcasting, two mediums that thrive on narrative art. While a well-crafted movie can transport you to a different realm, a podcast, with just the sheer power of voice, can alter your worldview. Such is the potency of stories. However, with great power comes an even greater responsibility. To discern fact from fiction, reality from deception. In your daily lives, we're inundated with stories. From the brands that weave tales of unparalleled luxury to the influencers painting pictures of idyllic lives, narratives are everywhere. But here's the catch while stories entertain and inspire. They can also deceive. Like the siren song, some records lure us into treacherous waters, making us believe in ideals that are often unattainable or downright false. So, dear reader, consider this your invitation or a challenge to embark on a journey of introspection and revelation. Together, we'll unravel the seven lies that knowingly or unknowingly influence our actions, decisions, and aspirations through this exploration. I hope to provide you with the tools to weave your tapestry, one that's not just beautiful but also authentic. Prepare to decode, question, and ultimately redefine the fabric of your reality. Chapter 1. The Foundations of Focus In our hyper-connected age, the term focuses has become almost anachronistic. We pride ourselves on multitasking, juggling numerous digital interactions, convinced we're achieving more. Yet how many of us have found ourselves hours deep into a Netflix series, our attention unwavering? This is not a testament to our lack of focus, but a reflection of how we've mismanaged it. I mean, that ever-elusive neurotransmitter plays a significant role in our modern problem. It's the silent puppeteer behind our screen addictions, driving us towards instant gratification and away from the challenges of deep work and introspection. Every notification, like and ping becomes a dopamine hit, pulling our attention strings in several directions. Blaise Pascal once remarked, All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. 
It's a sentiment that resonates deeply in our current era, once a sanctuary of reflection and creativity. Solitude has become an uncomfortable space filled with the white noise of our anxieties and the phantom vibrations of imagined notifications. So, as we delve deeper into the myths and realities that shape our world, it's crucial to understand this foundational concept. Focus isn't about rigidly fixing our attention on a single point, but managing where and how we direct our energies. In the subsequent chapters, we'll explore how these energies, when misdirected, have woven a web of lies that many of us unknowingly live by. The question then becomes, in a world filled with distractions, how do we reclaim our focus and, in turn, our reality? The journey to answer that begins now. Chapter 2. The myth of enough. We swipe. Every click, every advert promises a brighter tomorrow. A tomorrow where the shiny new car, the sprawling mansion, or the picture-perfect relationship awaits. It's the tomorrow when we tell ourselves we'll finally have enough. But what if I told you that this tomorrow is a mirage? It's a universally acknowledged truth we often ignore. The more we have, the more we want. It's a cycle I've termed the hedonic treadmill, a relentless pursuit where satisfaction is perpetually just one milestone away. We're sprinting, breathless, towards a finish line that keeps receding into the distance. But here's the real kicker. It's not about the things or the milestones. It's about the narrative we've been sold that equates possessions with contentment and, like any compelling story, it's easy to get lost in its plot. However, the most profound stories that resonate and linger aren't about fleeting happiness but purpose. The purpose isn't a destination. It's a journey. The compass directs our pursuits, ensuring we're not just running in circles on our hedonic treadmill. As we delve deeper into this exploration, I challenge you to reflect on your pursuits. Does a genuine desire for fulfillment drive them, or are they merely chasing the illusion of enough? The stories we tell ourselves shape our reality. It's high time we authored a narrative not of endless wanting but of meaningful being. Chapter 3. Consumerism's Hollow Promise In a world where one-click purchases deliver instant delights and algorithms predict our every desire, it's easy to believe we're living in a golden age of convenience. But peel back the glossy veneer of consumerism and a stark truth emerges. We're drowning in a sea of possessions, yet gasping for genuine connection. Think about it. How many times have we equated a purchase with a promise? The promise of a better mood, image, and life. But these temporary highs, like sugar rushes, leave us crashing soon after. It's a modern paradox. Our lives, overflowing with goods, are often void of interest. Consumerism, with its shimmering allure, often masks a void. It's a void of authentic experiences, meaningful relationships, and purpose. We're conditioned to fill this void with things, but things are inanimate, fleeting, and devoid of soul. They can't reciprocate love, offer solace, or provide purpose. And here lies the crux of the issue. We've been sold a narrative where consumption equals contentment, but true happiness, which resonates deep within, isn't found in the aisles of a store or the pages of a catalogue. It's crafted, nurtured, and often hard-earned. So, as we navigate this intricate tapestry of tales and truths, I urge you to reflect and recalibrate. Let's shift the narrative from mindless consumption to mindful creation. Because in creating memories, relationships, or art, we find a richness that purchases can't provide. If we're to craft one of substance and significance, the future requires a new mantra. Consume less, create more. Chapter 4. 
the chaotic mind in an era where digital notifications punctuate our thoughts and news cycles swirl incessantly. The modern mind resembles a bustling city square. Crowded, noisy, and perpetually in motion, it's said we entertain approximately 70,000 thoughts daily. But amidst this cacophony, how many ideas indeed echo with clarity? How many guide us? And how many mislead us? Much like the endless scroll of a social media feed, our minds flit from one thought to the next, rarely pausing to delve deeper or seek understanding. We've become adept at skimming the surface but often fail to plunge into the depths. This is the paradox of our times. We're more connected and informed than ever, yet genuine insights remain elusive. It's not just the volume but the velocity. Thoughts race, often colliding and jostling for attention, overwhelming us. But here's the rub. Motion isn't synonymous with progress. A whirlwind of ideas doesn't guarantee wisdom, much like a stormy sea doesn't promise a fruitful voyage. So what's the way forward amidst this chaos? The first step is recognition. It is recognizing the frenetic pace of our minds and the need for anchoring. It's about discerning the valuable from the vacuous, the signal from the noise. As we journey further into this exploration of realities and reflections, I encourage you to become an active curator of your thoughts, to not just let them flow but to channel them, to steer them towards understanding, introspection, and ultimately grow in the vast, tumultuous landscape of the mind. Let's not just wander. Let's chart a course, set a direction, and find purpose amidst the chaos. Chapter 5 The Mirage of Exceptionality In a world awash with highlight reels and curated personas, the allure of exceptionalism is omnipresent. We're inundated with tales of prodigies, outliers, the best and the brightest, but peel back the layers of these stories and often you'll find a mosaic of perseverance, uncertainty, and yes, the relentless march of time. It's easy to be seduced by the siren song of success, to believe that greatness is an exclusive club, attainable only by a chosen few. But here's the unvarnished truth. Behind every overnight success are years of toil, days of doubt and moments of despair. Don't get me wrong, exceptional achievements exist, and they're worthy of celebration. But they aren't the whole story. They're mere snapshots, moments frozen in time, often obscuring the relentless discipline, the strokes of luck, and the sheer passage of time that paved the way. So why this collective obsession with exceptionalism? Perhaps it's a byproduct of our age where metrics define worth and comparisons are a click away. Or maybe it's a more profound human yearning to stand out, to be recognized in the vast tapestry of existence. But as we navigate this narrative, I offer a perspective. Maybe, just maybe, it's not about standing out, but about fitting in, finding our niche, our tribe, our place in the grand cosmic dance. Because at the end of the day, in this vast, sprawling universe, we're all seeking connection, meaning, and a sense of belonging. Exceptionality might be the mirage, but authenticity, that's the oasis. Let's journey towards it. Chapter 6 the friendship lie, during the age of social media, where friend counts often soar into the thousands, and every interaction is a potential a connection. The very definition of friendship seems to have undergone a seismic shift. We're led to believe that popularity is a numbers game, and that the breadth of our networks is a testament to our worth. But let's pause and recalibrate. How many of these friends would show up on a bleak winter night when your world's falling apart? How many would lend an ear to share in your joys and shoulder your sorrows? The stark reality is this. While acquaintances exist, genuine friendships are rare gems. 
They're not built in the fleeting moments of shared laughter, but forged in the crucible of shared adversity. It's not about the numerous coffee catch-ups, the endless group chats, or the picture-perfect moments splashed across social media. It's about those silent moments of understanding, the unspoken bonds, the promises made and kept without fanfare. In our pursuit of more and more friends, more followers, more validations, we often lose sight of the essence of friendship. It's not about surrounding ourselves with a multitude, but about cherishing the few who truly matter. As we meander through this life narrative, let's reevaluate our relationships. Let's prioritize depth over breadth, substance over semblance. Because when the chips are down and the world seems daunting, it's not the number of friends that counts but the depth of the bonds. In the realm of relationships, always remember quality over quantity. Choose wisely. Choose genuinely. Chapter 7. Chasing Better not the best. There's an insidious pressure to be the best in a world that worships winners, where podiums are revered and second place is often synonized with the first loser. From the boardrooms of Wall Street to the studios of Hollywood, the narrative is consistent. If you're not the best, you're nowhere. But here's a perspective that might seem radical in its simplicity. What if the relentless pursuit to be the best is, in fact, a wild goose chase? What if it's not about reaching a pinnacle but the climb itself? Consider this. The best is a fleeting title, often temporary and context-dependent. Today's gold medalist is tomorrow's retired champion. Today's blockbuster is tomorrow's old news. Chasing such transient accolades can be akin to building castles on shifting sands. In War Two, instead imagine a pursuit not tethered to the whims of rankings or the fickleness of fame. A dream rooted in self-improvement, the joy of learning and the hunger to grow. That's the pursuit of better. Better is not a destination. It's a journey. It's an ever-evolving, dynamic process that challenges us to be better than we were yesterday. And the beauty of it. There's no finish line, no end point, just an infinite horizon of possibilities, of growth, of evolution. As we navigate the narratives of our lives, I urge you to recalibrate your compass. Aim not for the mirage of the bests, which often lies just out of reach. Instead, revel in the pursuit of better. Because in this infinite journey, every step, stumble, and stride is a testament to growth, life, and the beautiful human spirit that thrives on progress. Remember, life's not a sprint to a finish line. It's a marathon with no end. Embrace the journey. Embrace better. Chapter 8. The Narrative Thread. Restory, whether an Oscar-winning film or a tale whispered across generations, has a thread that binds it. This thread is not just a sequence of events. The underlying narrative, beliefs and biases subtly shape the tale. Now consider our societal stories, which were fed daily, often, without conscious awareness. These narratives, from the allure of consumerism to the mirage of exceptionality, are interwoven with threads of half-truths and misconceptions. They are the seven lies we've explored, each a chapter in the grander narrative of our times. But here's the kicker. Stories wield power, unparalleled power. They don't just entertain. They shape perceptions, mold beliefs, and influence decisions. In the hands of master storytellers, they can inspire revolutions or lull generations into complacency. As a narrative architect, I've seen firsthand the duality of storytelling. It can trap us in deceit or liberate us with truths. The seven lies we've dissected, their butt patterns in the vast tapestry of tales we consume daily. Designs that often go unnoticed but profoundly impact our collective psyche. So they challenge, then, is discernment. 
To recognize these patterns, question the status quo, and rewrite narratives that no longer serve us. It's about passively consuming stories and actively participating in their creation. We progress in this exploration. Remember, we're not just the audience but the authors. The narrative thread is in our hands, waiting to be woven, unraveled, or redefined. Let's craft stories that resonate with truth, authenticity, and purpose. Because in the end, it's these stories that will shape our legacy, our imprint on the sands of time. Chapter 9. Reclaiming Our Stories. If stories shape our world, then we, as their architects, hold a profound responsibility. It's not just about recognizing the false narratives that entangle us. It's about actively rewriting them. It's about seizing the pen and reclaiming our stories. It's the first step. Awareness. Every tale and narrative whisper we've internalized began as an external message be it the societal pressure to chase the best or the consumerist call to find solace in possessions. These stories have seeped into our consciousness, often uninvited. Recognize them, call them out, lay them bare. But awareness, while pivotal, is just the beginning. The real magic lies in transformation. It is reweaving these threads into narratives that align with our truths, values, and aspirations. Think of it as editing a film or refining a script. Cut out scenes that no longer serve the plot. Introduce characters that enrich the narrative. Adjust the lighting to cast shadows where needed and illuminate the pivotal moments. Your life, your story, is your magnum opus. Why let external forces script it? We near the culmination of this journey. I offer you a toolkit. Question the accepted. Challenge the norms. Embrace authenticity. And most importantly, be the master storyteller of your life. Because when you craft your narrative rooted in truth and purpose, it resonates. It inspires. It becomes a beacon for others, showing them the remember, in the grand theater of life, you're not just a character. You're the director, the playwright, the lead. It's time to reclaim your story. It's time to pen a narrative that's unmistakably, unapologetically yours. Chapter 10. The road ahead, as we stand at the crossroads of narratives past and futures yet written, there's a palpable energy. A quiet anticipation. The journey through the labyrinth of lies has been enlightening, but it's also been empowering. It's equipped us with the tools, the insights, and the discernment to chart a course that's uniquely our own. We'll imagine a world where individuals, having shed the weight of misconceptions, step forward with clarity and purpose. A world where harmonious tales of truth, resilience, and growth replace the cacophony of false narratives. That's the world we're on the cusp of creating. The road ahead, while promising, won't be without its challenges. Old habits die hard and societal narratives have a way of creeping back in. But here's the silver lining. With every lie debunked and every truth embraced, we're forging a path others can follow. An approach lit not by the glaring lights of falsehoods, but by the gentle glow of authenticity. As we conclude this exploration, I leave you with a vision. A world where everyone, aware of the stories that shape them, crafts narratives that uplift, inspire, and resonate. Records that aren't dictated by societal norms, but reflect their innermost truths. The road ahead is uncharted, but it's also brimming with possibilities. With the compass of awareness and the map of introspection, let's embark on journeys of self-discovery, purpose, and authentic living. Here's to the stories yet to be written, to the tales yet to be told. Here's to a future where every narrative, every whisper, every shout is a testament to the indomitable human spirit. Let the journey begin. Final chapter. The power of awakening. In the quiet corridors of introspection, there lies a moment, a spark, an awakening. 
It's that pivotal juncture when the scales fall from our eyes and we perhaps see the stories that have silently scripted our lives for the first time, reflecting on our shared journey. It's evident that this has been more than a mere exploration of societal lies. It's been a transformative odyssey that has peeled back layers, challenged norms, and unveiled truths. And in this unveiling, there's been an awakening, a realization of narrative's immense power and our greater control to rewrite them. I recall a moment from my early days in filmmaking. While crafting a story, I stumbled upon a narrative that mirrored my own life, a tale I had unconsciously internalized. The recognition was profound. It was my awakening. I realized that if I could rewrite this story, I could, in essence, reshape my reality. It was liberating, and this is the freedom I wish for you. The release comes not just from recognizing the false stories that bind us, but from the exhilarating act of challenging them. The freedom to craft narratives that resonate with our truths, aspirations, and essence. Picture a world where every individual, awakened to their authentic self, crafts a life not out of societal expectations, but from a place of deep introspection and purpose. It's a world of connections, not just with others but with ourselves, where every decision and step is a conscious act of creation. As we close this chapter, remember, the awakening is just the beginning. With the clarity it brings, the horizon is vast, filled with limitless possibilities. Embrace it, harness it, and as you move forward, craft a life that's not just a series of events, but a masterpiece of authentic, purposeful narratives. Here's to our awakenings. The stories will craft, and the authentic lives will lead. The power is in your hands. The pen awaits. Let's write our masterpieces. As we always emphasize, this episode offers a glimpse into the rich insights in seven lies you're told about the world while we've spotlighted key takeaways. Immersing oneself in the entire narrative penned by Mitchell brings unmatched depth and nuance. So, we wholeheartedly recommend diving into this insightful book. You'll find a link in the description to grab your copy. Remember, while summaries offer a taste, the true essence and depth of knowledge are captured in the pages of the complete book. It is a must-read for anyone in the branding and entrepreneurial space. Until next time, keep turning pages and seeking stories that inspire. Catch you in the next episode.